0: There is a mistake that we all make on our healing journey. And two months into mine, I made it. And that is that I was feeling so good and I had so much energy that I thought that I could add more to my plate. And then I did. And within just a few short weeks, uh, my healing journey completely regressed. All that progress that I had made basically disappeared. And I felt like I was back at step one and I'm frustrated and sad. It's so common. And even someone like me, a health coach, who knows better, makes this mistake too. We start feeling better. We feel like we can take on the world. We want to do all the things that we've put off for so long. And then we add too much to our plate and boom we crash in today's episode i'm going to share with you what i did the mindset shift i had to make and what i'm doing to get back on track and this is all the same thing that i'm i tell all of my clients and i'm going to share with you today welcome to the therapeutic food solutions podcast i'm your host Marion mitchell i'm an integrative nutrition health coach therapeutic diet expert and founder of the road to living whole There are many different diets out there. It's hard to know which one is right for you with your chronic illness and autoimmune disease. In this podcast, I'm going to share with you the foundational pieces every single therapeutic diet out there shares, and also how to use the best one for your particular diagnosis. If you've been looking for a meal planning partner, help navigating the complicated healthcare system and want to feel better quickly, I'm your girl. Grab your kombucha notebook, Let's dive in. So I took on too much. I felt amazing. I felt like myself. And I, for some reason, love to kill myself being busy. There's just so much to do when you own a business and there's so much growth that can be done. And there's so many more people to serve. And I really felt like I had the mental and physical space to do these things turns out that I don't I can't do more than what I was already doing and because I took on too much I disappointed people I had to go back on my word and back out of obligations that I said I would do it sucked it still sucks I still think about it it's still on my mind and I feel so much guilt around it but I also have to put myself in a place where it's okay to take care of me right? I don't like to commit to things unless I know I'm going to follow through. And I honestly thought when I took some stuff on that I was in a place that I could. But two, two and a half weeks in, my anxiety came back full blown. I stopped being able to sleep through the night. I gained back all the weight that I lost. It was only three pounds, but still. It's frustrating So mentally, how do we deal with the emotional turmoil in the aftermath of when we push it? Like, you know, and I see it with my clients all the time, right? Like this is, you're not unique. This is something that we all do. And you just kind of resign to the fact that you can't. But then it almost makes it hard to try again next time. And we almost kind of get into this pity party and almost this mindset belief that we're just never going to be able to do the things that we want to do. And sometimes it's easy to get stuck there. So I want to share with you what I, the talk I had to myself (laughs) and the talk that I give to my clients that are in this place because you're not doomed to be in this place where you can never add more to your plate. You're, you're not, I promise. So there are five things that I want you to keep in mind when you do this and you realize you can't do all the things that you want to do and you have to move more slowly and being able to reframe your thoughts around that to something productive instead of destructive. So grab your paper notebook. Let's write these down. Number one, give yourself grace. Wanting to do all of the things you've wanted to do for so long and not being able to do them does not make you a failure. So don't beat yourself up. Just give yourself grace. You know, you did nothing wrong. You haven't completely, you know, ruined your healing journey. Like healing is not linear. It's not the straight up thing. It is up and down and sideways and loop-de-loops and all of these things. So you have not derailed anything. Okay. So give yourself grace. Mm-hmm. Number two, learn to accept that slow and steady wins the race. This one is hard for me. Like so hard. I've got things to do and goals I want to reach. I also am in a place in life where I don't have a lot of help. I do have help. I also don't ask for it as much as I should, honestly. So a little bit of this lack of help is my own fault. I don't want to be seen as a burden or as a user, right? I'd rather have help when I really need it than burn people out and then be stuck when I really do. I'm also massively independent and I've had to be as a single mom and because I've picked bad partners who really weren't willing to step in and share the burden with me. So I would basically be taking on what, you know, keeping what I was already doing and then adding their stuff. So I just, I've had to be, but even now having the help that I have, you know, people can get burnt out. They have things to do too. So I, Making the mental shift to allow things to move more slowly than I would like and focus on the biggest priorities and allowing everything else to happen in its own time truly helps way more than beating ourselves up. Number three, and I and I went on a kind of a little tangent on this in number two, um, but I, I do think it's important and I want to expand on it because we should ask for help. there has to be boundaries to this okay because we do get tired we are exhausted we are sometimes in excruciating pain and you know some days are just really hard so how do we ask for help but have boundaries that we establish with these people who do help us not only for ourselves but for them so that when so that at the end of the day nobody feels taken advantage of or resentful right so there are three things that I think help when we ask for help and what the boundaries are number one is explain what's going on so people know why you're asking for help and see where you're coming from I think when people understand when they do have the space to help they're much more willing to use that space to help if you're very secretive about what's going on and you just kind of ask for it, if it's kind of entitled, right? Like you don't need to overshare, but you can let them know what you're struggling with and what the symptoms are and what days are the hardest. You can kind of give them that insight, right? Then the second thing is ask what their boundaries are and what they are willing and able to give that won't overextend them. I think this is really important because – them hearing that you don't want them to overextend themselves and what their boundaries are is extremely respectful, right? Like even the most giving of people can feel taken advantage of, especially when we're in a place where we don't have much to give back, right? So letting them know like, hey, what are your boundaries? And I don't want you to overextend yourself. And this can be, this will probably be an ongoing conversation because sometimes people have more space and then there's times when they don't and letting them know that one that's okay and two you'll respect it and three please communicate it just helps keep the peace all around so that you keep these relationship in your life healthy number three let them know that they can stop helping at any time without feeling bad but to please give you notice and that's your boundary right so that you can prepare other arrangements. You don't want somebody to that has been helping you do something, like maybe pick up the kids from school, or if you're having a really bad day, they'll watch them for you, or maybe order groceries. Like, I mean, the list is endless. There's a lot of things that people can help with, right? But it's like, you don't want, again, if they're starting to feel resentful or angry or something, you you want them to know what your boundaries are like hey like if you can't do that please give me you know as much notice as possible at least a couple of days so that i can you know make other arrangements or make sure that i am taking care of myself before then so that i can do this extra task right so you can see boundaries on both sides and, I, and again communication is just i think really really important in life in general and people typically don't explain enough they just assume that We just assume that they know what we know because we know it and it's something that we just know, so why wouldn't anybody else? But communication in any relationship just makes things better, especially if you're asking for things because you cannot physically do stuff, right? And then number four, go back to the foundations. You did not fail. You did not fall off the wagon. You did not ruin anything. This is a normal part of the healing process. It's going to happen. It happens. It's going to happen. It's just how it is, right? So go back to the foundations of supporting the healing process. This is where having the right food baseline is so important. Whole, minimally processed foods, high quality protein, plenty of healthy fats, minimizing processed foods, added sugar, artificial sweeteners. And if you don't really know what that looks like for you, or how to make that work, go into the show notes and download my healthy food foundations guide in the show notes. And that's gonna give you like the starting point right? And then if you're like, Hey, Marion, I don't have the space to do this on my own. Can I meet with you, tell you what's going on and get like a plan from you? We can totally do that to schedule a discovery call and that, and the link to do that is completely free is in the show notes as well. All right. So we got healthy eating, right? One of the foundations, but there are three other things that are really key as well. Stress management, like Being able to manage stress in a healthy way, like chronic illness and autoimmune disease, and healing is stressful, right? Like, and then there's all the other things that go on in our lives, and so stress is going to happen. We can't avoid it, we can do things to make it easier, like communicate and things like that, right? But how do we manage it in a healthy way? And there's simple things like box breathing, meditation, journaling. Things like that, really, really simple, don't take a lot of time, extremely effective in lowering cortisol and mitigating your stress response as the day goes on, right? So learning stress management strategies, super important. Rest. Now, it's hard because all, it's almost like all we do is rest, right? We're saying no to plans. We're saying no to things. We leave the parties at 9 o'clock so we can be at home and in our bedtime at the normal time, Right? we're constantly saying no to things and rest is a priority but rest is a priority right so making sure that we build in that time and it's not always sleeping but making sure we're bu- we're building in downtime and time to unplug and unwind and you know do things that include that are restful for us is really important and then physical activity so One of the things with like autoimmune disease and chronic illness, especially when there's like a lot of pain or fatigue associated with like activity is we tend to avoid it because we don't want to be more tired, but then we get more tired because we're not doing the physical activity. Physical activity is absolutely essential. Now, do you have to kill yourself at the gym, climb a mountain, like do the, do like hardcore intense workouts? Absolutely not. Especially if you're in recovery, but Tai Chi yoga, swimming, walking, strength training with a light dumbbells or body weight for 15 or 20 minutes, three times a week, things like that. Absolutely essential. And if it makes you more tired and you crash after it is what it is, but I promise you, you're going to be so much better off with that physical activity than without it, especially in the long run when it comes to your healing journey. Okay. So the foundations again, eating well, Stress management techniques, rest, and physical activity. And then number five is believe it will get better. If you believe you're going to be stuck in this place forever and it's never going to get better, well, it's not. You're going to self-sabotage yourself constantly and you're not even going to realize you're doing it. But it's how important our beliefs are because whatever we believe is what we're our our brain is trained for us to do and if we go outside of that belief there's like this thing that happens inside of us where we almost like break and our bodies don't want that right so getting better starts in your mind so you have to visualize your life the way you want it to be and remember that vision every single day so how do we do that in a way that can be routine, right? First of all, write it down. Write it down in excruciating detail what you want your life to look like. Not what it is now, but what you envision it being as you reach the healthy part. Because health is a is lifelong. It's not a destination, right? So you're always going to be managing this and taking care of yourself. And what that looks like might change, but you're never... Like, you're never going to be able to eat crap and eat a bunch of sugar and drink a bunch of of alcohol and not sleep and all this stuff. Like, those things are gone with with our youth, right? Like, we abused ourselves then. We can't do that now. But what I'm talking about is... Like what you want your life to look like moving forward and being pain-free and having energy and, you know, being able to say yes to plans and having like this healthy balance in life where, you know, you're not constantly sleeping or in pain or things like that. So visualizing that and writing that down and then read it every single morning and then add to it. Check off things that are happening because sometimes we forget and just Every single day, keep that at the front of your mind. Read it. That's the intention for the day and cling to it. And I promise you, you will attain it. You will. I've been there. I've done that. You can and will too. Will it take time? Of course. Every good thing does. Like, oh, you know, people who win the lottery are broke within five years, but people who script, you know, scrimp and save and work their butts off and you know, eventually learn how to work smarter and not harder and then become millionaires through that, they tend to stay that way for life, right? Like the, it's not the money or whatever, it's who you are, who you become along the way is what they say. It's the same thing with healing or reversing or making asymptomatic your symptoms, right? Like it just gets so much better on the other side and you appreciate it so much more and you you incorporate the habits that are going to give you lifelong health. So while I am disappointed that I took two steps forward and like one and a half steps back, you know, I made the hard choices. I brought myself back to a place that I know I can not only sustain, but I can thrive in this place right now. And I'm starting to feel better. I'm finally starting to sleep through the night most nights my anxiety is getting better. It's not as good as it was, but I figure in a couple more weeks I'll be back to where I was. And I'm sure the weight loss will start again. I mean, I'm eating right, I'm exercising, I'm sleeping. like as I get better at sleeping and as my stress comes down because my anxiety is not so high, it all just it all just comes it all comes together, right? And just the takeaway message is like When you come to this place where you've done too much and then you have to go back and rest, you have not failed. You haven't derailed anything. It's part of the process. And sometimes we need to push ourselves to even see what we can do and kind of learn like what we can take on, right? That's okay. And everybody does it. You're not like the only one and you're not going to like, you're not, it, it, it just, don't make it bigger than what it is you know what to do and if you don't know what to do you have me that can help you and just keep doing that and i promise you this chapter will end and you're going to be in a new and better chapter i promise thank you so much for hanging out with me today if you found this episode helpful would you do me a favor and help others find it by leaving a review sharing a screenshot on social media, or sharing the link with a friend. By you sharing what you've learned, others are able to find this podcast and join our community. Be sure to check out my website, www.roadtolivingwhole.com for over 160 delicious recipes, a variety of meal plans, and a blog packed full of even more healthy living tips. If you'd like to learn more about how to work with me as your coach, you can schedule a free consult through www.roadtolivinghole.com backslash health-coaching backslash. Until next time, friend. Bye.